0: good evening everyone and welcome to the special live radio show with dr joseph nemeth dr nemeth is a board certified periodontist with over 25 years experience in state-of-the-art oral health he'll be talking to us about the serious connection between gum disease and most of the major diseases of our time dr nemeth will talk to us directly about where his research has led him with respect to avoiding these silent killers he's joining us tonight in this rare opportunity to call in and speak with the doctor directly. You won't want to miss what Dr. Nemeth has to say. And if you have a question for the doctor, we invite you to call 800-859-0957. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome to the special live radio show where you can call in with your questions and talk to the doctor directly. I'm your host Anne-Marie Cronin and we are here tonight talking to Dr. Joseph Nemeth and introducing Dr. Amar Katrangi, both board-certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. Both doctors are here with us discussing their state-of-the-art clinic, the latest treatments in periodontic care, and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases. If you have a question for the doctor on the matters we're discussing tonight, please call us at 800-859-0957. Doctors, welcome to both of you. What a rare treat. Welcome, Dr. Katranji, Dr. Nemeth. You've Thank you, an Anne-Marie. You've been an old hat here, but let, bring us up to date. I don't need to talk <laughs> anymore. I can leave and go home. So w- yes. what do the listeners really need to know? What's top of mind well, right I, now? I,
1: here's what I'm really excited about. I'm really excited to introduce my partner, Dr. Katrangi, because I try to save every tooth I possibly can, and most of the time I, I'm pretty fortunate and able to do that. But that can't always happen. So sometimes I, we have patients that we we just, it's too far advanced. The tooth is loose, so loose it's almost falling out, or we get patients who have missing teeth. And that's really a specialty area of Dr. Katrange's. He's, he, he's a general periodontist as I am. He can do everything. But he specially focuses on implants. I have two of his implants in my mouth, not because of gum disease, but if I had him from gum disease, I shouldn't even be here. Okay, let's face it. Right. But uh, I had a root canal that went bad and the tooth couldn't be saved. And then I had a cyst on another tooth that couldn't be saved. And Dr. Katrangi replaced those teeth with implants. I've never had a problem with them. And I thought we'd talk a little bit about implants today. And, and Dr. Katrangi uh, is, I think, he's not, in my opinion, there is no one better in, that I know of at doing implants uh, here, not just in the state of Michigan, but anywhere around. He's absolutely incre. He's meticulous. He's got a great personality. Unfortunately, he's much more handsome than I am. <laughs> uh, well, we're going <laughs> There's nothing I can do about that. But anyway, I thought uh, we could talk a little bit about implants and leave that to Dr. Ketrangi. Uh There's something called all on four. Sometimes patients come in. And all of their teeth have to be pulled. They just can't be saved in the upper or the lower. And uh, uh, what do you do in those cases, Dr.
2: strange? I mean, first of all, you know, thank you very much for having us. Um, I will say, as a periodontist, we're always looking to save teeth, but uh, as Dr. Nemeth said, many times teeth can't be saved. And when it comes time to replace these teeth, The gold standard now is implants, dental implants. Millions of implants are placed each year, very successful. One of the most successful medical dental procedures ever. So this is something that we feel very comfortable and confident recommending and, and, and giving to our patients And um, as Dr. Nemeth was saying, sometimes people come in and they might be in dentures and they can't eat, they can't enjoy life, they have a hard time talking, laughing.
0: Is that possible to replace just out of the curiosity if somebody's already gotten to the point of they have dentures, is it too late for them?
2: Um, Typically, no. Typically we're able to come back and place implants and um, the same day, many times, put a bridge on. Instead of having something that's coming in and out of their mouth, Yes. No more goop, none of this, right. you know, adhesives. Um, there are some studies that show adhesives actually have chemicals in it that can negatively impact somebody's health. And with implants, you don't have to worry about that, which is, which is something that's really a positive, positive um, and it's a, it's a big deal when, when you take that away from somebody.
0: We'll come back and talk more with Dr. Katrangi about implants and why you, what, what you need to know about it. But, uh, Olivia, you have a question. Someone's calling in. Yes, we
1: have Tom in Novi. Tom, what is your question?
0: Yes, I had a
3: uh, tooth crack on an airplane flight, and it just crumbled and cracked, and uh, I could hardly get off the plane. In the meantime, I made it to the dentist the next day, and they uh, pulled the tooth out, and uh, it just cracked and made a lot of noise. And they are going to implant it, and I guess it's three or four procedures, and they are going to use cadaver material. And then the doctor decided against it. He says, there's enough material there that I could go with what I have. I was surprised that they do use cadaver material in uh, implanting a tooth. Is, uh, is that something new?
2: So no, actually, cadaver material, cadaver bone, we call it allograft. Uh, that is a typical way of replacing the bone. So when you lose a tooth, you don't just lose the actual tooth, you might actually lose some of the bone that's holding on to that tooth, and we need that bone to later hold on to the implant. And there are many different options. We can take your own bone, which we call an autograft, or we can take a bone that's been donated. Typically, this bone is nothing more than a scaffold. So we use that as a way of encouraging the body to create its own bone. And then once that's prepared and ready, we can then place an implant into a solid foundation. So it's pretty typical to have uh, an allograft, a cadaver bone, um, as a replacement for a bone graft.
1: Isn't there also another bone grafting material that's derived from uh, animals? Xenograft. Uh, that's right. From cows, and, and what, there's a name for that one specifically. What's the name of that? Well,
2: the xenografts are um, bovine derivative. They can be from cow. They can be from um, other other animals as well, like right. porcine and and equine. But um, The the bovine tends to be something that is used in Europe quite often. Um, They have some rules and regulations as far as allograft use. So if they're going to use a a bone material, some countries don't allow for an allograft, a cadaver tissue. So they have to use something like a xenograft.
0: Well, let's come back and talk more about this on the other side of the break. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Nemeth radio show. The doctors are here tonight talking about the seriousness of undetected gum disease and how the treatment of gum disease can prevent some of the major diseases of our time. If you have a question, you can call us at 800-859-0957. And again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to call the doctor directly. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Dr. Joseph Nemeth live show. I'm your host, Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight talking with Drs. Joseph Nemeth and Dr. Amar Tranji, board certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. They're here with us discussing the latest treatments in periodontic care and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. If you have a question for the doctors, Please call us at 800-859-0957. We got a question over. Oh, you have a caller, Olivia? Yes, we have a question and a
1: caller. Um, What's the the caller? The caller, we have Mark in Dearborn. Mark, what is your question?
4: Hi, good evening, uh, doctors and ladies. My question is about implants. Um, Nerve uh, damage or permanent... um, facial lack of feeling I guess you could say my doctor um, told me that could result and also uh, kind of along those lines the sinus sinus lift when you get an implant in some cases can you elaborate on both of those issues
0: yeah'll yeah, take that now yeah so
1: but the, I, I just want to interrupt for a second we had two questions. One was what Dr. Katrange is going to address right now. And the other question for Dr. Katrange, which I don't think he's addressed, is why are implants so variable in prices? Sure. So maybe he can take care of both of those.
2: Sure. Yeah. Um, so to, to to answer the, the caller's question first. Um, yeah, so one of the big things with implants is making sure that you're, you know, you're you're getting proper diagnoses. Um and one of the things that is also a gold standard as far as imaging is a CT scan. A dental CT scan gives us a three-dimensional view of your bone, your 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 anatomy, things like your sinus and your nerve. Of course, if we get really close to the nerve, we can we can cause damage, and it's important for anybody placing implants to have a very good idea of where that anatomy is. So, yeah, there's a there's a risk, but typically that risk is is quite small. Um, to, to have either nerve damage or Have any sort of complication with the sinus Um, to answer the other question as far as the the costs associated with uh, implants there are a lot of variable costs that you'd see out there Um, and it's very important to realize that there are certain people who are uh, more you know better uh, trained to take care of these types of procedures placing implants requires advanced um, education and know-how and for that, uh, a lot of times there's, there's going to be an increased cost. But more importantly, many times implants are placed without placing a bone graft or um, utilizing things that are more stock rather than more custom. Uh, when you place an implant, there are other pieces involved. There's a middle piece between the implant and the crown. The crown typically goes to a lab, and that lab is going to fabricate it with different materials. The better materials are going to cost more money. The abutment, which is the middle piece, many times is a stock abutment, which saves money, but it's not made specifically for you. Because these things are so precise, you really should opt for a custom abutment, and that custom abutment is going to cost more money as well. So when you're dealing with implants, you, you really should use custom materials so that it fits you specifically rather than just a, a standard um, crown and abutment.
0: So, Dr. Katranji, I have a question for you because there's a lot of advertising out there and people rely very heavily on what they see on TV and when they're faced with having to get dental imp- implants, I would think this is a big decision mm-hmm. and there's not much education out there about what, what people ought to know and as you've talked to me before and you've explained to me before, sometimes you can, there, there can be catastrophes Absolutely. and then you have to wind up fixing the catastrophes How does the average listener who may need dental implants avoid going down the wrong path or, you know, making a bad decision? I mean, how do they know what they ought to be asking when they go in to find out about dental implants?
2: So that's honestly a a really important question because a big part of our practice nowadays is complications. And one very important question. You
0: mean complications from people that have already started the journey somewhere else? Unfortunately, and they've yes. got a problem. That's a nightmare. That's yes. not a complication. That's a nightmare. That's but it. go ahead.
2: Yeah, and 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 many times the the question they should be asking is, what sort of training do you have? How often do you do this procedure? Um, in our office, we're doing surgery every single day. We're a surgical office, and there are there are practices that only do surgery, and there are practices that do other things like you know aesthetic cases veneers Mm -hmm. um fillings if 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 you go to a practice that you feel comfortable that they can manage not just the easy cases but any complication then you should be okay in that in that uh, office but you have to make sure that that person is trained Um, in the training for us for instance we had to go after dental school we had to go for a few years To get our degrees and when we did our procedures we were monitored by other specialists Mm -hmm. and in dentistry there are really only two surgical specialties oral surgeons and periodontists Mm -hmm. and as specialists we have that extra training for surgery we're able typically to do not just the procedures but any complication associated with it
0: so let me just ask you a quick question when you're talking about oral surgeons and periodontists Are the periodontists the ones that are the most qualified to do dental implants? Because we don't know when we when we see an ad on TV, we don't know if it's just a regular dentist or we we don't know what their qualifications are. I'm going to answer that
1: question. Right, the oral surgeons will say they are the most qualified, but (laughs) we are the most qualified. (laughs) You know, they're qualified, we're qualified. You know, but we we, only want to
0: go as a consumer. I only want to go through this type of stuff one time. I mean, that's it. And I want to know if something goes wrong, you're going to fix it.
2: Yeah. And I, and I think a periodontist or an oral surgeon, if they're doing these procedures, like for instance, there are some periodontists that don't like to do implants. They do right. mostly periodontal procedures. Mm-hmm. They might not be the ideal person to go to for an implant. Just like an oral surgeon may allocate most of his practice to, let's say, wisdom teeth extraction, just to, be, just right. to, just to give an example. But for the most part, anybody in training now and who's been in training in the last you know, decade or more has the ability to place implants and place them well. Um, and then after that, asking for their cases, say, hey, what kind of cases have you done? What are your results looking like? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really important to see what, what kind of work does this doctor do? And it could be anything, just like Dr. Nemeth is saying. Oral surgeons, periodontists, both can do these types of things.
0: You know, this kind of sort of reminds me of a parallel to plastic surgeons. Just because you're a plastic surgeon doesn't mean you're good at noses. Some people are better at facelifts. Some people are better at eye lifts, blepharoplasty, whatever. You really need to, with, you know, oral care, with dental care, find out, I, you know, I would want to know how many of these cases do you do? Is this what you where practice is doing, uh, you know, prolifically all the time? Right. Do you agree with me, Doctor? You're shaking your, yeah, your well, head. Yeah, of over course. There.
1: You know, I'm one of those. I'm one of those guys that do, I don't like to do implants. I did implants. But you have I, someone who's doing them I here did, in your well, office. Well, yeah, but I used to do implants. I did a lot of implants, and I don't like them. I was not.
0: It's not. It wasn't. It
1: wasn't something that I really enjoyed. So now I have Doctor Katranji who does them, and he enjoys them, and he's great at it. I like to focus on treating gum disease. I'm on on doing cosmetic work and so soft tissue work, but. Dr. Catrangi is great at this, but you know, one of the ways, look at Google reviews. Google reviews can be revealing. I mean, patients who are happy and are satisfied, right. they're going to let you know that. So, uh, one of the things for when I go to a, a healthcare specialist, I look at their Google reviews. That for me is very important. And I think mm-hmm. someone looking for someone who does implants, one of the things they can look for, is google reviews and what other people say about them mm-hmm. so you know but there, you know you periodontitis is gum disease mm-hmm. peri implantitis peri implantitis is disease around the implant and we see lots of peri implantitis in our practice and we have to treat that and try to correct it and try to save those implants and dr Katrangi does a lot of that and he's you know when they can be saved uh we generally it's, are successful. I mean, it's just
0: amazing how little the general public knows. They are consumers and they're looking to, I mean, for me, I want a one-stop shop. I want to go to you. And if there's a problem, you're fixing it.
2: Absolutely. And, and, and another thing about a periodontist is we're specialists in tissue, gum tissue. Yes. So if you've ever seen an implant and you see that grayish hue and it just doesn't look right, Many times a periodontist has the ability to improve that.
0: Yeah, and those are problems we need to discuss on the other side of the break. In the meantime, you are listening to the Dr. Joseph Nemeth Radio Show, and we are talking about the importance of diagnosing and treating gum disease and how it can prevent some of the major diseases of our time. If you have a question, you can call the doctors directly at 800-859-0957, Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctors directly. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the special edition of the Dr. Nemeth radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight talking with doctors, Joseph Nemeth and Amar Katrangi both board certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. The doctors are with us tonight discussing the latest treatments in periodontic care and the relationship between gum disease and many systemic diseases, from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. If you have a question for the doctors on the topics we're discussing tonight, please call us at 800-859-0957. Dr. Nemeth, over the break, you were talking about the difference between having a bridge and having an implant. Would you like to go back over why one is better than the other and what the problems are?
1: Yeah, well, I was just asking you if you know the difference. And most people, the lay public, generally, you know, doesn't really know the details. Well, if you have a bridge, if you're missing a tooth and you have to have a bridge or you have to replace it and and you have a bridge, they have to grind down each tooth on either side of that empty space. They have to make you know grind it down to you know a sort of a stump and then put caps on those teeth and those caps hold the false tooth or the bridge well when you grind these teeth down very often you get close to the nerve or close to the pulp and the pulp can be damaged the pulp can be killed just by grinding the tooth down or even the cement sometimes that goes underneath it so you're risking the possibility of root canal on those teeth that you have to grind down, number one. Also, those teeth that you have to grind down, their teeth, they can get decayed. Decay can get up under those caps, under those crowns that you put on that bridge. And and then you can lose those teeth. Or you another reason you might need root canal work. Well, none of that happens with an implant. An implant, you can't it doesn't have a nerve. So you never need a root canal. It doesn't ever get decayed. You don't have to worry about decay. And you don't have to damage or grind down any other teeth to replace the missing tooth. You make a small hole in the bone. You put the implant in, and it's done. And it's just like your own tooth. Believe me, I have two in my mouth, and they're great, and I would never want to have a bridge if I could possibly avoid it. And almost all the time you can And Dr. Katrangi often will build areas where there is not enough bone. Sometimes a patient said, well, can you always put implants in, like if you're missing teeth? Sometimes you have to build up the bone. And Dr. Katrangi is an expert at building up that bone. So you have enough bone to put the implant in. So if there isn't enough bone, very frequently Dr. K can put that bone in there, grow bone where there isn't bone, and have great Mm -hmm. implant success.
0: I do. We do have a caller, but I just want to say this about what uh, Dr. Nemeth just said. You know, it's incumbent upon the listener, who is the consumer, to educate themselves to what their choices are, because I believe that most people go to their dentist, and if the dentist says, well, "We got to do a bridge," they just go, "Okay, let's do it." Case in point, I did the same thing. Would I do it again? No. But they don't know what the difference is, and and that's uh, they've got to self-educate and find out what's available, and that you need to always go to the expert. You always need to go to the person who's going to be able to give you the qualitative answers as to how you're going to save your teeth. Olivia, you've got a caller? Yeah, we have David in Windsor. David, what is your question?
2: Good
4: evening, people. I'd like to, you know, kind of ask a question about what can contribute exactly to recession of teeth and gums. And on top of that, what about what about the idea of oral cancers? What
1: would well, can
4: you suggest about that?
1: Um but I'll, I'll take the recession part and I'll leave the cancer to Dr. Catrangi. So, anyway, what can contribute to recession if you brush too hard, if you brush too often, if you use too hard a brush? That can actually traumatize or injure the gum tissue and cause it to recede. Uh, I don't like to implicate it, but it's true. Most of the patients that I see who have recession that I need to treat have had orthodontic treatment or Invisalign. When teeth are moved and very frequently it's necessary, I'm not saying orthodontics isn't necessary, but when the teeth are moved it has an effect on the bone that they're moved through, it has an effect on the gum tissue that they're moved through and it predisposes that tissue to recession in the future. Sometimes the recession occurs right away, sometimes it's 20 years later, but I would say 70 to 80 percent of the patients that I treat for recession have had periodontal, have had orthodontic treatment, or have had Invisalign. It's a great, it's necessary, but it is a major factor in gum recession. Genetics is hugely important. If you have thick healthy thick gum tissue, you're not going to get recession very easily. If the gum tissue is thin, you're going to get recession. If you clench or grind your teeth, that may have an effect on the blood supply to the gum tissue. It can contribute to recession. There are so many factors. These are just maybe some of the highlights that I just hit upon. But gum recession, when you lose gum, the bone underneath goes too. And if it happens bad, if it's severe enough, it can be sensitive. The gum can be tender. The tooth can get loose, and possibly even be at risk of being lost. So if it's 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 something that should be corrected if it's significant. But let's talk a little bit about cancer and Dr. Catrangi. What what what's Your take on his question on oral cancer.
2: I think with oral cancer, a very big, uh, very important aspect to it is is diagnosis and early diagnosis and detection. So when you see your dentist, typically they're doing a, an oral cancer screening.
0: And Are they all doing that? I just want to make sure. That is part of the, that's So typical. they all do it? That's You go that to your dentist typical. for your, your yearly exam or a six-month exam, they do it? Okay, go Absolutely, ahead. Absolutely, yeah. And, then,
2: and the earlier, if, if there is, God forbid, some sort of issue, um, it's important to have early detection and treatment. And that could be, honestly, depending on what kind of cancer, it could be quite a bit of, you know, it runs the gambit as far as treatment. So as far as oral cancer, it's very difficult to self-detect. You really require a professional to take a look.
0: We're going to have to go and take another call because we've got a lineup of callers here. Olivia, who's calling? We have Kevin in Harper
2: Woods. Kevin, what is your question?
4: Hi, how are you? Um, first of all, I'd like to say I just lucked up on finding this uh, actual this platform today, and I'm so glad I found it. And so thank you for this platform. I think more people really need to... Be as lucky as i am to hear this but so i'm in the middle stage of having three implants done i went to a phenomenal doctor uh, orthodontist uh, i don't know if i can mention her name um i had no clue initially when i went in there i had uh, uh what she said was a, a gum disease so i had to go through a number of procedures to clear that up before she said that it was appropriate for the process of the uh, implant. I did the first part um, where the implants were actually put in. I did the second part where the uh, buttons were put in. And now I'm at the final stage. The expense is overwhelming. And so I had three implants put in. I had no clue that the last part was going to be done by um, an associate dentist who works in the same building that she works in. Um, And it's another (laughs) $8,000. you know, and so I'm tapping out. And so my question, and this may sound really crazy. and I know you guys are, um, would probably have, you know, what would be in my best interest. Would it make any sense to try to, um, to market this to get the last part done at a cheaper rate or do you have to pay this type of money in order to, um, have these procedures complete?
2: Well, I think, like we mentioned earlier, um, it really depends on who you're seeing and what kind of materials they're using. Um, you, you went this far, and unfortunately, there are costs associated with implants and, and lab fees and all that. Uh, it's very difficult to talk about fees without knowing what was done and what needs to be done and how it's supposed to be completed. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I would say, you know, you're at the the home stretch and, you know, marketing for a cheaper implant or or crown at this point, I don't think necessarily makes sense because you want this done right. You want somebody who's going to give you the best, optimum outcome for yourself. So that's how I would answer that.
1: Kevin, I thought you said something in the beginning that you were seeing an orthodontist. Um, did you did you mean well, period Did you mean periodontist? You know, that's a
4: good question. I, maybe she's a periodontist, but I think um, can I say her name at all? No.
0: No, he, we don't get on that. We it's just need to know the to. credentials, okay. that's all.
1: But if she's an orthodontist, okay, well, she wouldn't be treating the gum disease, I wouldn't okay, think. Okay, so she's, I, not, I she's a
4: periodontist, and, she's, and, and she came highly qualified, and I was very, very happy with her process. I mean, she did everything she did. I mean, she put me through about a year or so. Kevin, we're, I'm
0: sorry, uh, uh, thank you. Kevin, thank you for calling, but we're gonna have to go to a break right now, so uh, we appreciate your call. Just Um, go ahead with it, In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Joseph Nemeth radio show. We're talking about how the treatment of gum disease can prevent some of the major diseases of our time. If you have a question, you can reach the doctors by calling 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctors directly. You're listening to the Dr. Nemeth radio show on News Talk 760. WJR. Welcome back to the last segment of this special live edition of the Dr. Nemeth radio show. I'm your host Anne-Marie Cronin and we are here tonight talking with Drs. Joseph Nemeth and Dr. Amar Katranji, both board certified periodontists in Southfield, Michigan. They're with us discussing the latest treatments in periodontic care and tooth replacement. This is our final segment, so if you have a question for the doctors on the topics we're discussing tonight, please give us a call at 800-859-0957. Dr. Nemeth, I'm giving the floor to you because you have something to say during our last segment that's important. Yeah, I, I think this is
1: very important and really not well
0: known. Excuse me, do you have a question? We have a caller.
1: Well, down, okay, fine. About this. You're right. Lenora in West Bloomfield. Lenora, what's your question?
3: Um, I'm calling because I have recently had um, implants. I'm not happy with the with the finished product, and I also now have had some problems with a couple of teeth right next to that that have fallen out. The, uh, and they had been root canals. And I'm very much in need of seeing a good dentist. And I have in the past, a long time ago, I saw Dr. Nemeth. He was the best. And I still have. To-
0: <laughs> I'm not dead that, yet. Aren't you glad that you let her have the floor, Dr. Nemeth? I want fine, to say, right? Fine.
1: Yes, go ahead.
3: Okay. Go ahead. Oh, that's, so I really... I have thought of him so many times because of it. I keep wondering if he would be the one that I should see to deal with what I the with problem I have. I know I'm going to have to have some other something done, but I want to go to the right dentist to do it. Um and he I can't tell you how many times I've thought of him and to think that I heard this program today. I'm just <laughs> Are you I'm my very... mother? Are you my
1: mother, Lenore?
0: <laughs> see this well, this. well, this is a sign that you you stumbled upon the radio Lenore show. Lenore must
1: be a close relative. I, no. I I think so. No, but I
0: mean, <laughs> hey, you know, your reputation stays with you for life. So uh, it does. Uh, I
3: we had difficulty to find your phone
0: number. Le, let me, let me. Well, we'll give you the phone number at the
1: end of this. Let me just direct uh, you. You know, I'd be happy to see you, Doctor Catran. You would be happy to see you. Uh, I, I'm sure there are other competent people. I mean, I'm sure there are, let's put it that way. But, you know, you can just call the office. You'll get the number from, I'll, from I'll anne Marie. Number So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we'd love to see you, and, and I'm sure we can give you some direction and, and help you out. I know we can. Uh, I really feel strongly that we're here well, to help help people, and you're a people, and we're going to help you.
0: <laughs> All right, Lenore, thank you. Thank you I for calling. Go, and then We've got to go, but do please, I'll give you his number at the end of the show and just give him a call. Dr. Neiman, you have the floor. I'm not yeah, going to so you Yeah, so let me just
1: talk about this. Uh, I I see, not infrequently, patients who have bizarre gum conditions. Their their gum hurts, or it's it blisters, or or it's it's got white patches on it. And it, it, they're just unusual. It's not typical gum disease. They may not even have bone loss, but they have painful, irritated gum tissue. As I said uh... There, there may be blisters the gum tissue may bleed easily and what i have found is in almost all of these cases in the past and very often it's twenty twenty five thirty years ago or more these patients have been exposed to strong volatile organic compounds or volatile fumes very strong fumes and the other thing that seems to be very very frequently involved in these bizarre cases are people who have had asthma and use asthma spray, have used asthma sprays, albuterol, that sort of thing, and not rinse their mouth afterward. You're supposed to rinse your mouth afterward. And these chemicals, if you don't rinse your mouth, are absorbed by the tissue. And 10, 20, 30, 40 years later, we're seeing very bizarre kinds of reactions. We also see it from people who are exposed to paint fumes to strong chemical fumes, maybe from, from uh, when, they, when they chrome uh, auto parts. I can't tell you, but you must avoid strong fumes and make sure if you're using anything in your mouth, rinse out afterward if, if it's something like a, a steroid or something for asthma. I know we're running out of time. No, we've got time. Go it, ahead. It, it, it's very important for you to t- and there's nothing you can do about that. And very, Because once it's done, it's done. You can't reverse it and very often these people have other symptoms they may have rheumatoid arthritis or other other problems because it doesn't just manifest in the mouth I see it in the mouth then I had a patient the other day she was exposed to jet fuel fumes for four years twice a week for four to five hours where she was working at Selfridge Air Force Base Mm -hmm. and 25-30 years later she's coming to me with these rashes on her gum tissue and then she said about seven or eight years ago, she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Nobody in her family has autoimmune diseases. Well, my feeling is the exposure to these strong fumes over a number of years for many hours each day was an enormous factor. And I don't think a lot of people, I don't even think a lot of dentists or periodontists have found that link. But if you explore the past, in almost all these cases, I'm finding exposure to very strong fumes or chemicals that happened many years ago.
0: Well, also, while I've got one minute left of the floor for myself, I do want to say that one of the things I admire about your practice is the fact that you're one of the only periodontists that I know or, or dentists that I know that are you're doing um, investigation of the bacteria that exist in the oral cavity in the mouth that are directly responsible for 59 at least diseases, major diseases, heart attack, stroke, cancer. I mean, the list is endless. And you're the only one that I know that does this, where people can come in and you take, you you look into their oral cavity and then you actually project onto a screen, the bacteria, the, the parasites that are in their mouth, which are directly connected to some of the major disease of our time. And I think that everybody should get that test done.
1: Well, you know, I can't, I, I do agree. There are some other periodontists who I'm friendly with that I know do this also. And for me, I feel it's a very important diagnostic tool. And it also enables the patient to take ownership of their disease because they don't have pain. But when they see what's going on in their mouth, they're shocked and they want to get it. Taken well, I don't care think
0: of. anybody, I mean, I don't think most people listening to the show are aware of the fact that, those diseases start in the oral cavity. I don't think people know that Alzheimer's starts there, or heart disease, or any of these other diseases. We've talked about this many times before on the show, and I think that it's incumbent on anybody and everybody that's listening to this to find out to have at least that checked out, because that's like the most important thing, because once you get Alzheimer's, there's no turning back.
1: It's very, very important. It may not be the only cause, but it's a contributing factor in so many fa- in so many of these diseases.
0: Dr. Katranji, we have less than a minute left, do you have anything you want to say to the listeners about what they ought to know about, you know, taking care of their periodontal health?
2: I think it's important for everybody to get their their, their routine going. So having right. a, a three-month recall, six-month recall, making sure that they're, they're avoiding... A lot of people keep saying, you know, oh, it's really expensive to, to do implants, but really the biggest way to, to not have incur those charges is, is prevention. Um, But once you lose bone, once you lose teeth, in order to regenerate that, it does require, you know, some time and efforts by you and your dentist and your periodontist.
0: Well, I think it's fabulous that you're doing implants and that you're doing the right type of implants. But I think that most people want to avoid getting to that stage. So they've got, they just have to be, you know, listeners, you have to be proactive. You've got to find the right doctors with the right qualifications. We certainly have two of them here, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for your information. Thank you. But unfortunately, we're out of time, and that wraps it up for the Dr. Joseph Nemeth show on News Talk 760 WJR, sponsored by the North American Society of Periodontists. I'm your host Anne Marie Cronin, and again, I want to thank Doctors Nemeth and Katranji for talking to us this evening about taking charge of our health, being proactive and avoiding the devastating results of undiagnosed, undiagnosed periodontic disease. To take a closer look at the practice, please go to YouTube and search Dr. Nemeth. You'll find a wealth of information videos on the many treatment modalities now available to treat gum disease. To learn more about Dr. Nemeth's periodontal practice, you can reach him directly at 248-357-3100, that's 248. 248- Three five seven thirty one hundred, or by visiting him on the web at drnemeth.com. Again, that's drnemeth.com. We hope you've enjoyed the special show and that you become more informed about periodontal disease and its impact on the major diseases of our time. Thank you for listening.